This is the Earth Sky Woman podcast with your host, Tammy Brunk. And happy Gemini lunar eclipse, everyone out there. This is quite the uh, phenomenal, epic lunar portal. It's opening the eclipse window for us for the next two weeks until we have our solar eclipse on December 14th. And it's carrying with it some very... um, the medicine that I've been feeling for this one is kind of like that moment that you have, and I think many of us have had it, where we have this experience of this arising of so much feeling, and sometimes maybe it's grief, or maybe it's a little leftover sadness, or just full feeling, and when you when the tears come, and when the full feeling comes, and when we have that sense of release and relief, and then, and then after that happens, um, very similar to when you've got that uh, the beautiful downpouring rains, and when that happens, then there's a sense of cleansing, there's a sense of of um, of relief, and also there's an opening. There's like this light in the glade. You could say um, there's an opening to where we get to feel more lightness, we feel more brightness, more of a sense of play, um, and so that's what I've been seeing, feeling. Uh, for the magic of this lunar eclipse. So the lunar eclipse, the sun and the moon are exactly opposite. So kind of that moment of greatest potency at around 3.30 tomorrow morning, the 20th, here in the central time zone where I find myself. And then we have, um, so, so we've got that moon. It's actually with Aldebaran, the eye of the bull constellation. And it's also with the North Node. So when you have an eclipse with the North Node, that's kind of the more positive forward moving energy as opposed to the South Node where you're releasing. The reason I've been seeing and feeling so much of that kind of alchemy of emotion is because we have Chiron preparing to station direct. Uh, I believe it's Tuesday, uh, tomorrow, Monday or it's Tuesday. And so we have that potency, that, that very powerful chironic energy that's also at play. But it's an energy that is, and it's a dynamic that is in a trine to the sun. So we have some grace, we have some flow, we have some support in navigating and working with the chiron medicine, which is all about supporting us and seeing, feeling, and dropping into where it is that the, that the core wound has, has lain for us. And where it is that we have, when we drop into that, when we lean into it and allow ourselves to to reckon with it, to be with it, to hold presence for it, uh, when, we, when we do that, then what opens up from that is our, our deepest, most profound um, core gift. So some of the other medicine of this specific eclipse is we have the Venus opposite, near in opposition to Uranus. So that is also kind of adding to the energy of uh, kind of helping us wake up, helping us to um, open up that energy and let it let be cleansed and cleared. Uh, Uranus helps us break things open, helps us wake up to, to what needs to be seen and felt. It creates a field of, um, it, it raises the frequency, which we really are needing right now. And then we have as well uh, Mercury, in Scorpio and the sextile to um, the Capricorn stellium. 
And so that also is supporting us and adding some ease and flow and grace into this lunar eclipse portal. Uh, it should be said that anytime you've got a lunar eclipse, there is kind of an activation of the shadow. You do have this experience where it is, um, it's kind of like a time acceleration portal where what would normally happen in the span of a month, about a month with the moon's phases is happening in the course of, in this case, um, a couple of hours. I don't have the exact number of hours, but it's, it's a very short period of time. So that creates an open portal for a lot of magic. If we want to focus our intention in a very powerful way, we can make things happen more quickly. Um, also, of course, though, even though this is with the North Node, uh, with Chiron in, in play and also with um, just the fact that it's this eclipse, we can welcome the energies of the shadow to help us with the, um, the, the possible grief work, joy work that we're opening into with this, this portal. Um, so that is the, the, that's a lot of the energy around the eclipse, but really to talk a moment about Gemini too and the magic of that. Um, just even working with, with Gemini is such a big and powerful and important, those are funny words to use with Gemini, right? Um, <laughs> but it's a really essential energy for us to be uh, centering this year in 2020 and also in 2021. Because as many of you know, uh, one of the guiding principles, one of the most essential work that I do is with the Venus cycle. And we are currently in the middle of a Venus in Gemini cycle. We have that cycle that began in June and that cycle completes in January of 2022. So it's a cycle that really kind of straddles the 2020-2021 uh, years. And so it provides a bridge and it also suggests what is the medicine that we're here to really activate and bring forward over these this two-year window. It's also present during that time with the North Node in Gemini. So the North Node always points true north. It helps us to realign with our soul's original intent, in this case, our collective intent. So when you have the, of course, only one Gemini full moon in a year, and when it's an eclipse, then it highlights that energy. What is Gemini? What is the magic of, in, of Gemini that we want, to, um, we want to bring alive in the world around us? And we want to bring into play in our own personal lives and to center in our own fields of reality. And Gemini is, it is one of the aspects of Gemini that's very powerful is that it supports us in learning to move between the worlds and learning to navigate time in a different way. So that's one of the features of this eclipse and of this period, not just today, but for the next several days. Um, you could say really for the next two weeks as we move through this portal. And so understanding time is not as we believe it to be. And I think one of the most powerful messages I've been getting about this is that with so much of the Capricorn medicine present this year, where many of us have had to grapple with or reckon with the shadow of Capricorn as well as Saturn um, and, and Pluto coming together in that sign and then Jupiter is this kind of feeling we might have sometimes of uh, an over-focus on um, something that can feel like debt, like karmic debt, or like I've got to, you know, I've got to work really hard and I've got to make up for or atone for something in a big, deep way. And it, there are certain energies around that that can be actually healthy or appropriate. And then there are old energies around that that can be really um, 
that can keep us incredibly stuck. And so Gemini is the medicine that helps break that open. And Gemini helps us to understand that sometimes what's really called for is a lightening of the spirit. And in fact, last year, it was around the same time, around the full Gemini moon, I got this wonderful phrase that I started using, which was that some things are for, far too important to be taken seriously, uh, or some things are so important they must be taken lightly. And it really kind of struck me that, um, especially in a time like now where so much of us can contract into survival mode and into our, um, you know, into that that space where we are uh, going into reactivity, that when we can open instead into this space of asking moment to moment, does this thought, does this belief, does this action, does it support me in feeling lighter or does it take me into a place of feeling heavier? And even as I say this, I'm fully aware that sometimes to drop deeper into the heaviness is what's needed. At the same time in this moment of this eclipse, and with the grace of Chiron in positive um, energetic, we are really invited to, um, when we drop, we're also invited to ask, how can we drop deeper into the releasing of whatever it is that we're carrying that simply is no longer needed for our soul and our human journey? And another aspect of all of this to me feels so much like the acknowledgement that sometimes we think we need to keep working harder and working harder and um fixing ourselves and I think a lot of us especially in the spiritual communities of which um, I am a part might do that and and this is actually a time to understand you know kind of like a, a parent with a child who's really been in a space of um, a lot of you know um, a lot of rebellion or they have a child who's really struggling the parent doesn't want that child to have to atone for what they've done for the rest of their lives. A healthy parent actually only wants for their child to be able to fully express and fully um, come into alignment with with what feels good for them and so they can move forward in a good way. And sort of like that, I think many of us are learning to be in a relationship with the universe that's a healthy relationship where um, we let ourselves be co-creating with this this powerful universe in such a way that we know that um, whatever this that we've been holding in terms of feeling like we need to make up for something or we aren't doing it right, the quicker we can come into right alignment, it falls away. And the quicker we can do that, the better for everyone involved, for the whole, for the whole story, the whole whole human story. So with that, I just want to um, let you know, I'm sure you know this already because I kind of announced it. Um, through the podcast and email, but um, I have just been feeling so much also with this Gemini new moon, or full, I'm sorry, uh, eclipse, that the power of magic, as well as play and the lightning aspect I was speaking to, is so incredibly powerful and important. So I did kind of a spontaneous, made a decision, very Gemini, spontaneous decision to come and visit my dear friend, Lainey Love Dalby, and I'm sitting with her right now. And the reason I wanted to talk to her on this podcast is because it feels to me like this is such a time to open into the magic, the magic, the power of magic in our world. And Lainey is uh, a human who embodies that beautifully. 
If you could see this gorgeous temple that she's created in the heart of St. Louis, where she's currently living, um, you would see and feel that. But I just um, wanted to speak with Lainey because she has been creating amazing magic that she'll talk about and um, just wanted to introduce her to you now. So um, Lainey, so good to have you with us. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. So just wanted to, I I want you to talk about specifically what you're on the threshold of in a moment, um, which is this incredible offering that she's making. Um, And then, and before we get there, even I just, um, because I know you're creating this beautiful new divination deck. (laughs) And I remember um, a few, like a month ago when I came to visit you and you, you, introduced me to the concept of divination detox, which is something I'd never even heard of before. Um, but speaking of divination specifically and the magic of that, um, how, why don't you tell us first a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what, what is really feels most magical for you right now, and then talk a little bit about divination and what role that plays in your life. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Thanks for having me. So grateful to be here uh, right on the edge of this eclipse portal and this full moon energy. And I'm a transformational catalyst and I tend to create uh, my superpowers really in creating alchemical containers of transformation. And, you know, that can be community, that can be um, initiatory experiences, um, sacred circles. It comes in many different forms. Um, But we gather in our community to really practice the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly and the 13 pillars of that. And each of the 13 pillars of the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly has a corresponding chakra. And the root chakra is actually the great homecoming, which is all about returning home to the body and the earth and each other and the web of all life. And so when I was sort of, you know, when everything arose this year and as things have continued to be in such a state of chaos and trauma and so many things that are arising for us, I was really imploring and asking spirit, what would you have me do at this time? Because many of my offerings are very intensive in-depth containers that aren't appropriate for this moment. (laughs) It's not the work that people are really interested in doing, The like everyone's already in their own in-depth healing journeys, you know? And so these containers that I create are really about healing and growth and play and transformation. And and so when I was really asking, what would you have me do? Um, and the answer was very much to bring forward um, and to be the edge walker that I am, but through the shamanic healing art practice that I use and to have the edges that I push up against be really channeling these archetypal cosmic and mythic um, images and and uh, visionary creations for the birth of the new earth and so to really step out of the realm of you know language or any of these other more familiar places and to step into the realm of psyche and soul and symbol and metaphor and color and texture and to have that be the edge that I play on and offer medicine from at this time and so you know I had originally wanted to put forward an oracle deck and you know, the, the one that I wanted to put forward was not the one Spirit instructed to do first. Spirit said, no, no, you're going to do the Sacred Revolution Oracle deck, and it's going to be all about that great homecoming, and it's going to be that root chakra pillar of the Sacred Art of Sparkling Shamelessly, because it's really going to help root in that deeper work so that it can really rise and soar. 
And so with that, you know, I really, I really followed the call as I do, as I live my life and um, followed it into this realm of bringing forward the oracular and divinatory wisdom at this time. And when I was sort of tapping in around this, it was like, well, how am I going to do this? How does it want to come forward? And all of the information was very clear that I need to do it as a crowdfunding campaign and really involve the community and bring people together around this and to also gather people who have a love of Oracle and divination and who use this in their lives and to create a celebration around it and to exactly as Tammy spoke to bring lightness to the density and darkness of this time, especially right now. The density is incredible that we're in. And so um, the crowdfunding campaign for the Sacred Revolution Multimedia Oracle deck just went live last Friday. So it's been a little over a week and I'm so thrilled and grateful to share that we're already at 70% of the goal. And it's really about igniting this sacred revolution of love and reverence and reconnection to the body and the earth and each other and this web of life. It's really about helping to end that story of separation and divisiveness that so much of the world is is really trapped in at this time. And as part of that, and as part of the larger launch celebration, we are doing this three-day Art of Divination Celebration, which is really a global summit and a gathering of, of visionaries and oracle deck creators and channelers and intuitives who are bringing their medicine forward and bringing that lightness to the dark. And also each of the, the 12 intimate conversations at the end, we do a mini oracle and divination reading for 2021. So it's also a deep anchoring, um, you know, because divination is such a powerful practice when we are in the space of the unknown. Known, mm-hmm. when we are in the realms of uncertainty and it is a joyous practice it is something that allows us to return to our truth and to remember and to come home to ourselves and what matters most no matter what chaos is swirling around around you know around us and it really allows us to to really focus on the heart of what matters most which is the other reason that this wanted to come forward now at this time is so that we can focus in so that we can return so that we can keep coming back and coming back even when the world is trying to distract us with holiday shopping and the chaos of politics and all the other things that are happening and the other thing that's um so special about this Oracle deck is that it's the first of its kind because it's actually um, multimedia and multidimensional. So each of the 44 cards has an interactive, it has an interactive portal where there are embodiment practices, there are shamanic journeys, there's actually live engagement. So you can anchor in the wisdom and the archetypal energy of that card into your body, into your being, and use it to superpower you into your own revolutionary potential. Because that's really what Oracle and divination does it helps us to remember our capacities it helps us to remember you know what we are capable of and really who we are and why we've come and so really anchoring in these practices now and leaning into this in a joyous journey where we're having these intimate fun conversations Mm -hmm. that are really um they're really uplifting and also giving us that rugged hope that is uh, what comes up so much. One of the oracle cards is one of my pieces that's all of, it's a whirling rainbow with butterflies. 
and it's the backdrop for all my my zooms and my recording so if you join us for the summit you'll see it but it's this idea that we're in this goo we're in the chrysalis and it is the deep unknown we are in the void and we do not know what's coming but to bring practices online to bring in those things that so deeply nourish us and give us that rugged hope that remind us of the multicolor technicolor butterfly that is coming that new earth that we are birthing and gathering in community and in sacred circle and in containers with like-minded beloveds to lean into each other for support as we move through this time. And that's one of the other core pillars from the Sacred Art of Sparkling Shamelessly is to gather in sacred circle and beloved community because that is the way forward. It is together. It is in collaboration. It is in cooperation. And that's how we're really going to midwife this new earth. And so if this calls to you, if you're also a fellow Oracle deck lover and you want to bring some lightness and joy to this moment of density please come and join us for the art of divination summit um, you can access it at bit.ly forward slash art of divination and for everyone who contributes to the sacred revolution oracle deck crowdfunding campaign the lifetime access to the summit is actually one of the free bonuses along with a blessed crystal medicine pouch and a sacred revolutionary Ooh. sticker <laughs> and also the sparkle shamelessly 101 course and there's going to be lots of other unveiling and goodies too so you you can access that at bit.ly forward slash sacred revolution oracle and just so deeply grateful for this opportunity to talk about the joy that is here and that is present and to really remember and and to lean into your own capacity to co-create to co-create this new world and how we are co-creating it together and to bring in and to call in whatever it is for you those practices that bring you joy that bring you alive that bring you into your ecstatic embodiment that bring you into pleasure because that is part of what will keep us resilient as we move forward as we move through the density and the darkness that is what is going to keep us strong and keep us light and keep us sparkling shamelessly with that sustainable burn so whatever you do whether it's oracle or divination dance whatever practice whatever joyous element really lights you up i deeply encourage you during this portal that we're moving through to really lean in there and let it let it really ignite you and keep you really nourished and deeply resourced for the journey ahead and we would love to journey with you if you feel called and regardless just sending many many blessings for this time and all that you do to show up in the world to be part of the change knowing that if you're here with tammy that you are that in every way so Sending so much love your way, beloveds. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you, Lainey. I just got such a huge jolt from that. And I just I just um wanna say to everybody listening that um this summit is is I'm so excited about it and so excited about what Lainey's creating. And I've been just watching her birth herself over the course of this year. Just as we complete, I just wanna say, um just for an individual um, to, like Lainey, coming here from New York City in the middle of the spring, COVID, moving to St. Louis, finding a little space for herself where she's created this gorgeous temple dedicated to everything she's talking about, 
grounding it in beauty and play and doing that this year, just deep bow, Mm -hmm. just a deep bow because you know, as you know, you know, I come from this density. Lainey knows this. Lainey chose this space, which is, you know, St. Louis has beautiful things, but the Midwest is not a high frequency place in terms of a lot of other people who have these kinds of ways of being. You have to find each other. And it requires tremendous courage, that rugged, that courage to be exactly who you are. And this is what Lainey's doing. And I just bow to that. And I just mm-hmm. think it's so essential. And I just feel like my little fairy wings that it felt really heavy and sad all year, you know, just like here sitting with Lainey and hearing you talk and everything. I feel like they're like perking up. So thank the goddess because we need this medicine. So thank you so much, Lainey. I am so thrilled that in the middle of all of this preparation today that you're sitting with me. I feel so lucky. And I'm so glad I took this opportunity because I was almost like, I need to get home. I need to like, and I'm like, wait a second. No, like, no, this is too important. So, Each of you listening, take those moments of magic and possibility. Don't get too serious for by all means, but do make it for some of that summit tomorrow and check out Lainey's. Of course, all the links are going to be there to um, to get one of her to to be part of this um, sacred revolution. Sacred revolution. <laughs> Woo-hoo! All and right. also really, you know, just that imagery of the fire Phoenix rising, that rainbow fire Phoenix, like we're all in a rebirth together. Yeah. So may we rise. May we rise. Woohoo. All right. Have a beautiful next two weeks. <laughs> Bye.